Hi, this is Relate to the Bible podcast with Deborah Styling, a podcast that helps listeners realize the Bible is still relevant in the 21st century. Hi, this newest podcast is called Offerings of the Twelve Tribes of Israel for Anointing the Altar. It covers Numbers chapter 7, verses 1 through 89. You can also find this at Books of the Bible in Smaller Chunks at https colon double backslash Bible in Smaller Chunks, B-I-B-L-E-I-N-S-M-A-L-L-E-R-C-H-U-N-K-S dot blogspot, B-L-O-G-S-P-O-T dot com. I felt led to write this for people in our busy world so they might relate to the Lord through the Bible in their smaller chunks of time. In doing this, I'm ever mindful of Revelation chapter 22, verses 18 through 19, not to add to or take away from what is written in the Bible. So I prayed and prayed and prayed when this was first on my heart of how I was supposed to accomplish this. And the Lord had on my heart, after many prayers, that I'm not supposed to alter the meaning of what is written in the Bible. Although he has shown me ways to help the understanding of that meaning. Um, one of the ways is he has it, that he, it was on my heart that I'm supposed to put this in a table for me. Um, another is that at times I will put within brackets more current terms for words. So that's a change, but it, it helps the meaning. It doesn't really change the meaning. It just helps by creating better understanding of what they're talking about. Um, sometimes I'll put who's speaking and who's being spoken to within brackets if, it, if it's not clear from the text. Because quite often you'll say he spoke to him. And it can be kind of confusing, especially when you're listening to a podcast. And you can't go back and say, okay, who was the last person who spoke? Who's the he? Who's the him? So when I think it might be problematic, I put that within brackets. Um, but I don't necessarily necessarily tell you that. But the, I will, t well, during the podcast, or else I keep stopping and saying, oh, this is, you know, I put food within brackets because it said vittles, and you don't understand, not everybody understands what vittles is, and that would waste a lot of your time. That's not the goal of all of this. Um, but when is something significant? Like sometimes he has me paraphrase background information and put that within brackets or put other information that might possibly add clarity within brackets. When it's those kind of things that I want you to make sure you know that it's been added for potential clarity or better understanding, I will say within brackets, it says this on the internet, on the blog site, it will be a different color font so it draws your attention to it so you know, oh, she added that for better understanding of what they're talking about. Also, um, sometimes I will condense, combine, or compress similar words. And um, all of this is done primarily with the King James Version Bible and lots and lots of prayer but also sometimes BibleGateway.com, BibleHub.com, and other internet resources is necessary. Um, when there's an event that tells, foretells of a future, when there's something that foretells of a future event, I'll say, ah, oh, there's an asterisk. It's foretelling of a future event. And if I can briefly summarize that future event, I will do so, but sometimes I can't do it briefly, and I'll just continue. Um, 
And then in the New Testament, sometimes those asterisks represent fulfilling of an event. And when I get to the portions where Jesus is speaking in the New Testament, his words will be in red. And I'll tell you that because you can't see colors on when you listen to a podcast. Offering of the 12 tribes of Israel for anointing the altar. Numbers chapter 7, verses 1 through 89. Oops, I forgot to tell you something. Okay, so another thing is, is I do not include repetitious information within a chapter that's repeated over and over and over again, and it has no, it does not add to additional meaning, and it's not done for emphasis. So that alters the verse numbering, so I could arrange like I did, just covering chapter, the book of the Bible numbers, covering chapter 7, and it's covering the range of verses 1 through 89, so you know the vast majority of the printed information the Lord has on my heart to include will be here. But I don't tell you this is verse 12, this is verse 13, this is verse 14, it's just this range of it. Okay, it happened on the day Moses had completely set up the tabernacle and and the tabernacle, this is in a, is a tent-like church. They move from place to place in the wilderness. So the congregation can worship there. Okay, he set up the tabernacle and had anointed and sanctified it and all its instruments, both of the altar and all the vessels pertaining to it, and anointed and sanctified them. The princes of the tribes of Israel. So princes are like the, the leaders of the tribes of Israel, heads of their father's houses and were over those who were counted, brought their offering before the Lord and offered six covered wagons and 12 oxen and one wagon and two oxen for two princes or two leaders to share. And they brought them in front of the tabernacle. The Lord spoke to Moses saying, take them and give them to the Levites, every man according to his service so that they may be used for doing the service of the tabernacle of the congregation. Moses took the wagons and oxen and gave them to the Levites. Moses gave two wagons and four oxen to Gershon's sons. Okay, so these are the sons of Aaron, of the Levites. So Gershon and Merari and Kohath. And, and so they're the head priests of, I mean, they're the priests, they're the head of their families during this period of time and the sons of their families are the priests. Okay, so I'm gonna read this little section again because I may have thrown it off and I apologize. Moses gave two wagons and four oxen to Gershon's sons according to their service. He gave four wagons and eight oxen to Merari's sons according to their service. He didn't have any, he didn't give any to Kohath's sons because their service was that they should carry the things for the sanctuary on their shoulders. For the dedication and anointing of the altar, each prince was to bring their offering on their day according to what the Lord said to Moses. On the first day, Nashon, Abinadab's son of the tribe of Judah, his offering was one silver charger weighing 130 shekels, one silver bowl weighing 70 shekels. After the shekel of the sanctuary, both were full of fine flour mingled with oil for the meat grain offering. I gotta tell you, this is an aside. Okay, in the King James Version Bible, they call it a meat offering. And most of the newer versions of Bibles, they call it a grain offering, mainly because it was of grain. 
you know, and they would make cakes of flour to be offered with the meat offering. So I think that's why the King James Version offered a meat offering, although I don't know, but that's my assumption. Anyway, but to be true to both, I put meat slash grain offering. Okay, one gold spoon of 10 shekels weight of gold full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burn offering. And for a sin offering, one kid goat, a sacrifice for a peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five one-year-old lambs, all without blemish. All I have within black because it tells us at different places, but it doesn't say here. So I put it in within black so you would know it. It's all the animals offered were, with that, were to be without blemish. On the second day, Nathaniel Zuarsam, prince or leader of the children, people of Issachar, his offering was one silver char, charger weighing 130 shekels, one silver bowl weighing 70 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. Both were full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat grain offering. One gold spoon of 10 shekels weight of gold full of incense. One young bull, one ram, one lamb, and one, one lamb of the first year for so the one-year-old lamb for the burnt offering. And for a sin offering, one kid goat, a sacrifice for a peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five one-year-old lambs, Within brackets, all animals offered were to be without blemish. On the third day, Eliab, Helon's son. You just have to know, I may mispronounce these, and I apologize. I just do the best I can. Prince or leader of the people of Zebulun, his offering was one charger, weighing 130 shekels, one silver bowl, weighing 70 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. Both were full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat grain splash grain offering. One gold spoon of, of 10 shekels weight of gold, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one lamb, the first year for a burnt offering, and one, and for a sin offering, one kid goat, a sacrifice for a peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five one-year-old lambs, within brackets, all animals offered were to be without blemish. As you see, there is kind of a tradition going, but all of this stuff is for meaning. So even though a lot of it's repetitive, I have to I, I put it there because it has a specific meaning. Okay, on the fourth day, Eliezer Shadur's son, prince of the people of Reuben, his offering was one silver charger weighing 130 shekels, one silver bowl weighing 70 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. Both were full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat slash grain offering, one gold spoon of 10 shekels weight of gold, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering and for a sin offering, one kid goat, a sacrifice for a peace offering of two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five one-year-old lambs. In brackets, all animals offered were to be without blemish. On the fifth day, Shilumio them prince of the people of Simeon. His offering was one silver charger weighing 130 shekels, one silver bowl weighing 70 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. Both were full of fine flour mingled with oil. For a meat slash grain offering, one gold spoon of 10 shekels weight, a gold full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one lamb, the first year for a burnt offering. And for a sin offering, uh, one kid goat, a sacrifice for a peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five 
male goats, five one-year-old lambs, in brackets, all animals offered were to be without blemish. On the sixth day, Elias, Eliasaph, Ewell's son, also, he's also known as Rule. Um, so I have both of them. Prince of the people of Gad, his offering was one silver charger weighing 130 shekels, one silver bowl weighing 70 shekels. After the shekel of the sanctuary, both were full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat slash grain offering and one gold spoon of 10 shekels weight of gold full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering and for a sin offering, one kid goat, a sacrifice for a peace offering of two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five one-year-old lambs, within brackets, all animals offered were to be without blemish. On the seventh day, Elishema Amahud's son, Prince of the people of Ephraim, he's the leader of the people of Ephraim. His offering was one silver charger weighing 130 shekels, one silver bowl weighing 70 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. Both were full of fine flour, mingled with oil for a meat slash grain offering, one gold spoon of 10 shekels weight of gold, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering. And for a sin offering, one kid go to sacrifice for a peace offering of two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five one-year-old lambs, within brackets, all animals offered were to be without blemish. On the eighth day, Gamaliel, Pediazur's son, prince of the people of Manasseh, has his offering was one silver charger weighing 130 shekels, one silver bowl weighing 70 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary, both were full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat slash grain offering, one gold spoon of the 10 shekels weight of gold, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one lamb, of the first year for a burnt offering and for a sin offering, one kid goat, a sacrifice for a peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five one-year-old lambs, within brackets, all animals were to be offered without blemish. On the ninth day, Abadan, Gideoni's son, prince of the people of Benjamin, his offering was one silver charger weighing 130 shekels, one silver bowl weighing 70 shekels. After the shekel of the sanctuary, both were full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat slash grain offering. One gold spoon of 10 shekels weight of gold full of incense. One young lamb, one ram, one one young bull, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a burnt offering and for a sin offering, one kid goat, a sacrifice for a peace offering of two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five one-year-old lambs. Within brackets, all animals offered were without a blemish. On the 10th day, Ahiezer Amishadai's son, prince of the people of Dan, his offering was one silver recharger weighing 130 shekels, one silver bowl weighing 70 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. Both were full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat slash grain offering. One gold spoon of 10 shekels weight of gold full of incense. One young bull, one ram, one lamb of the first year for a meat, for a burnt offering and for a sin offering. One kid goat, a sacrifice for a peace offering of two oxen, five rams, five milk goats five one-year-old lambs, all animals offered were to be without blemish. On the 11th day, Pag Pagiel, 
Hochman's son, prince of the people of Asher. His offering was one charger weighing 130 shekels, one silver bowl weighing 70 shekels. After the shekel of the sanctuary, both were full of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat slap grain offering. One gold spoon of 10 shekels weight of gold full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one lamb the first year for a burnt offering. And for a sin offering, one kid goat sacrifice for a peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five one-year-old lambs. In brackets, all animals offered were to be without blemish. On the 12th day, Hira, Enan's son, prince of the people of Naphtali, his offering was one silver charger weighing 130 shekels, one silver bowl weighing 70 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. Both were full of the fine flour mingled with oil for a meat slash grain offering, one gold spoon of 10 shekels weight of gold, full of incense, one young bull, one ram, one lamb, the first year for the burnt offering, and for the sin offering, one kid goat, a sacrifice for peace offering, two oxen, five rams, five male goats, five one-year-old lambs. In brackets, all animals offered were to be without blemish. These were offered for the dedication of the altar in the days it was anointed by the 12 princes of Israel, 12 charges of Chargers of silver. This is like the grand total part. For the 12 princes or 12 leaders of Israel, 12 chargers of silver, because each one had a charger of silver, each weighing 130 shekels, 12 silver bowls, each weighing 70 shekels. All the silver vessels weighed 2,400 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. The 12 spoons of gold full of incense, each Spoon weighing 10 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary, all the gold in the spoons was 120 shekels. The livestock for the burnt offerings were 12 bulls, 12 rams, 12 one year old lambs with their meat slash grain offering, and 12 kid goats for the sin offering. And the livestock sacrifice for the peace offering were 24 bulls, 60 rams, 60 male goats, and 61 year old uh, lambs. This was the dedication of the altar after it was anointed. When Moses had gone into the tap, hey, I have to go back because it's in my head. So the 60 rams, remember they each had five, 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 well, it's five times 12 is six. Okay, so I'm going back to that. Okay, this was the dedication of the altar after it was anointed when Moses had gone into the tabernacle of the congregation to speak with the Lord God. He heard God speaking to him from the mercy seat on the Ark of the Testimony. This is an aside. The Ark of the Testimony is, in my mind, I picture it like a gold treasure chest. I mean, like you see pirates have treasure chests. And, but it's all gold covered. I mean, real gold covered. And in it are the two tablets, which are, are tables, they call them, which in some say scrolls. But whatever it is, it, of them, it, it's the Ten Commandments. Okay, so that the Ark is the thing that the Ten Commandments is in. Between the two cherubim, which are like angel statues, and their wings cover over top of the Ark, have the, the testimony of the Ten Commandments. In. And the Lord God spoke to Moses that the end of this, please share this with others. And the next time I read, I share a podcast that will be titled The Levites Are Purified, and that will be over Numbers chapter 8, verses 1 through 26. Please share this with others. Thank you.
Thank you for joining us at Relate to the Bible. I look forward to you joining us next time where you will hear more examples of how you can relate the Bible in ways that are especially meaningful to you.